coming up next on the Jeff Curley Show, we're going to take a look at all things real estate investing with two seasoned pros. That's just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is The Jeff Crilly Show. Well, I know in this country, when people think about investing, they often think about the stock market. Uh, when you watch uh, Fox Business or CNBC, all they're talking about all day long is the stock market. But there are many other ways to make money. And one traditional way to make money is real estate investing. Some of the greatest fortunes on the planet started with real estate. To talk about that today, Michael Hill and Leo Castillo, they are both with EXP. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Pleasure. You bet. I want to start with you, um, Michael. Uh, how long have you guys been in real estate? And you're married. You've been together for 22 years or married for 22, together for yes. 24. 22 years married. Yes. Um, <laughs> I've been involved in real estate since I was 12 through construction, but we actually didn't get started with um, doing real estate investing and, 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 and uh, anything like that until... Uh, 2004. So we've been in it about 19 years. And it was Leo's idea. Oh, of course. <laughs> Everything good in our marriage has been her. All right. So Leo, you didn't come up through real estate. Uh, what made you think, okay, this might be a good plan? Um, I always studied money. Mm -hmm. To me, it's like play. And so I got involved with stocks. I was day trading. I always liked real estate and I bought my own two times um, in California. And then um, then when I met Mike and he's or he was in construction, we were actually just uh, riding our bikes in San Jose. And I said, let's look at this one. And so we did and I saw possibilities and po potential. I was like, we should buy this because it was it was an old house sure and a lot of people watch these shows you know million dollar listing and they think they can just get rich real quick but you actually have to learn from seasoned pros like you guys so your first deal was not a fabulous success right correct yeah we we made some mistakes in in the first deal the price we got was correct the way we approached the deal was absolutely fantastic i mean we that that was by the book um, the, the actual uh, renovation of the property though took three months too long what was the deal I, I'm too much of a perfectionist. Mm. You can't be a perfectionist and do a house flip. You have to sure. be able to get the job done uh, properly. But um, because I was such a perfectionist, I had to do custom work here, custom work there. And that's not required on a flip. You, you, you need to get in and out of it and then turn your money. 
Right. Now, there are sectors of uh, real estate that become hot and then go out of vogue and then get hot again. So uh, Warren Buffett famously says, you know, the, re the way to get rich is to be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when other or others are fearful. So, Michael, let's stay with you. Um, it, what should we be greedy about right now? <laughs> That's a good question because um, the market is, is in its shift right now. So because of that, it's hard to discern what's really going to be good five years from now and what's not going to be good five years from now. And the issue with about investment is you're never looking for the overnight opportunity. You're looking for the term opportunity that fits your investment style and your risk at uh, attack. Sure. Um, so right now, um, a lot of different things. You know, uh, I've heard a lot of, of uh, chatter in the uh, professional areas that say that office right now is really low. Um, there's extensive office that's vacant. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that needs to be said about that. But number one is the vacancy rate is really high. Number two is though that companies are starting to require their employees to stop working from home and come back into the office. So that's going to take a while for that transition to take place. However, we don't really know when it's going to start and, and what period it's going to be moving into. But what it will do as the vacancy rate keeps climbing in office is going to give a great opportunity for people to go out and buy office as a buy and invest for a longer period of time in order to recover the monies at the back end of it. Because there's going to be a lot of property coming on the market discounted. Sure. Going back to the bank. Leo, let's bring you in on this because you specialize in um, residential. Uh, people always have to have a place to live. That's so is, is real estate uh, on the residential side fairly recession-proof if you're buying in the right area? That's the, that's the thing, right? When you're buying, you can't get emotional. You need to know what you're looking for. Um, are you... Are you going to go buy and hold? Are you going to rent it out? Are you going to Airbnb it? Or what are you going to do with it? Sure. If you're going to just live here, live there, then you got to check all the schools, what's close by, what's how far away are the stores, and is it convenient enough for your lifestyle? If, if you know all these things beforehand, you don't get emotional in the buying and, and, you're not telling the seller, oh, I want this, I got to have this. Then, sure. You know. And you guys happen to live in Grayson County, one of the hottest real estate markets there is because so many people are moving to Sherman Denison. Right. You want to speak to that, Michael? Yes, Sherman Denison has really went after the electronics market people. So they've always had, they've had a, a, an existing, um, Texas Instruments been there for quite some time. And now they've just announced uh, within the past year that they're expanding uh, by a $3 billion um, expansion on their facility there in, their, there in um, Sherman. Along with that, another electronic, electronics company has announced that they're going to be building a plant there also. And they're, right now, the employee rate in the next five years is going to be increased by about 7,000 people. Mm. Um, when you calculate the peripheral employees that go along with those kind of things, you're looking at maybe 20,000 people coming into that area that's just not um, developed for that. So there's sure. going to be a lot of development going on. How long does it take you guys to look at a deal to decide, yes, let's move ahead, or this is a bad deal? Leo? I have a spreadsheet now. <laughs> but I, I, I have to say, I can. if it's a flip, 
I know it's we need to go at 65% mm -hmm. of um, market value. Um, but if we're going to hold it for um, long term and we want it to be moving ready because we're done with flips. Sure. <laughs> it's too much work. I understand. And so... So we, I have a spreadsheet that um, the, that I go by, and I'm not emotional about that kind of stuff. So it takes less than half a day. Yes. And I have to, you know, on Google, you can drive the neighborhood without actually driving it, right? So you you see what's around it, and if there's like old cars parked in the neighborhood on the streets, then you kind of want to see more. Um, there's a lot of places where you can look at um, schools and look at um, what the um, population's sure. like, right? So Let's talk about the value of working with a seasoned pro like you two, because people can take their entire nest egg and, and bet on the wrong property and, and then suddenly wake up and be broke. Uh, Michael, you want to speak to that? The... <clears throat> I'd love to speak to that. Um, <laughs> the issue is that we get to see a lot of times is people get emotional about everything. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> when it comes to their investment, then they say, okay, let's, honey, let's get excited. Let's take, we got a hundred grand um, or 50 grand sitting in our IRA. Now we can self-direct it. Now we can move it into places where we can actually start making some money with it. So now how do we, what's the best way to do that? Well, they're going to find some, some guru on Facebook or YouTube or something like that. And they're going to go take their course or do whatever it is. And I, I have to emphasize that these gurus make their money by selling their course. They don't make money by investing in real estate in most cases. So when you go out there to find these people, you have to be diligent in finding the people that have the experience in what they're about to go into. And it has to be specific. You can't go out there and say, I'm going to invest in real estate. There's a broad range of real estate. And if you try too many pieces at once, you're going to lose without having the experience in one of them. So pick what you're going to go into, whether it's flick, fix and flips, you're going to buy homes for Airbnb rentals, or you're going to buy homes for long-term rental units as uh, you know residual income. Pick that and make sure that you get an expert in that. Sure. And then you'll get better. Well, we've got about two minutes left in this segment. So uh, in the final two minutes, let's talk about why Texas is so unique. I mean, it's different than investing in properties in, say, Detroit. Uh, Texas famously has millions of people moving here. We're the second largest state now behind California. <laughs> Just announced last month. Right, right. So let's let's give you both about a minute to talk about why Texas is such a great place to put your money. Well, it's I think Texas um, real estate is recession proof. There's always um, people moving in, like you said, and the rental market is always is is it's pretty even. It's not. It's not like California where, you know, it goes up and down and then there's always all these vacancies. And then Texas also has that um, community involvement where it's, they're very friendly mm -hmm. and the children are so respectful. I was surprised when I first came last year and said, yes, ma'am. And like, Whoa! Did someone just <laughs> said, "Ma'am" to me. <laughs> so I think I think, um, and everybody is so. Will, you, you know, when I used to call on the phone, people just hang up on me. 
Mm-hmm. But here, I finally got my courage to call, and they're so friendly. Oh my gosh! Like they want to help. Mm-hmm. I love that, Michael. Genuinely. Fi- final word. Um, Texas has really historically been a, a um, solid rock in, in aspects of business, and it doesn't matter what business it's in, whether it's shipping, oil, it doesn't really matter. That it, it's such an eclectic business environment. Um, one of the things that Texas has been held really strong in is their real estate, because even during the past 20 years or 25 years, and it's just since longer than that, but counting the recession since 1989, their up and downs were never large. They were very moderate. So even in the worst of times, their their negative and their positives would, would only be flexing maybe eight to nine percent, where other areas of the United States was flexing 40 to 45 percent. Wow. So that makes a it, it makes it a very stable economy. What I'm afraid about Texas is Texas is much like the when I moved to California 45 years ago, it, t- California was much like Texas is today. So what I'm afraid of is that environment that created that what we have now in that state of California might penetrate into Texas. So we're here kind of to stop that also. <laughs> sure. We want sure. to make sure that the people have a grid ground to sit on. It's really foundational. And there's a lot of land in Texas. And there's a lot of <laughs> land in Texas, yes. Awesome. That's a great way to end the segment. We're going to also end with the website, which is expcommercial.com. Thank you both for coming on the show. Oh, thank, thank you, Jeff. You. Appreciate it. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.